Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Yoga Sesh podcast. Today, I have about a 40-minute class for you, so a little bit shorter than the typical hour, which hopefully makes it easy for you to fit into your day. I want to tell you a little bit about the practice that you're going to do today. I had the lucky opportunity to be in a cadaver lab this past weekend. And I know that that sounds creepy, but it's actually a very fascinating experience and a huge learning opportunity. I was taking students of the Colorado School of Yoga into the anatomy lab with Gina Caputo so we could learn more anatomy as it relates to yoga. And the man that runs the cadaver lab is incredibly helpful with talking to us as if we're yoga teachers. And one of the things that he pointed out is that there is one of our gluteus muscles, one of our butt muscles, that is dedicated to internal rotation. And that muscle is underused in most of us. It's weak. And what that leads to is an imbalance in our body where we have some muscles that are overactive and overly strong and other muscles that are weak. And this can lead to injury over time or pain in the body. So he suggested that as a yoga teacher, perhaps we want to teach some internal rotation so that that muscle can wake up again. So that's exactly what I've done for you in today's class. I have woven some of my experience with bar, like bar work, the fitness genre, into today's class. I've been taking class at the Daily Method for the last three weeks, which is a huge leap for me. I've never been very into fitness. Um, Yoga has always been my main mode of taking care of my body and my mind. But I've had a great experience uh, with bar because it makes me feel much more integrated. And it's waking up muscles that were asleep for a while. Even though I have this regular yoga practice, I'm learning to move in ways that I hadn't before. Blind spots, if you will, are starting to be revealed. So you'll see that come up in today's class. And I'm really happy that you've joined in. Let's go ahead and get started. Lay down, bend your knees, and put the soles of your feet on your mat about as wide as your mat, and let your knees fall together so they're lightly touching. Now take your arms to a goalpost shape so your elbows are bent and your hands and your elbows are resting on the floor beside your mat, and completely relax here. You might notice a gentle stretching sensation across the front of your chest, and notice how your legs are internally rotated You're passive here, so there's no muscle activation. But become aware of what it feels like to be internally rotated. You can feel some width across your low back. Take a few deep breaths. So you're bringing your awareness into your physical body. You can take an exhale through your mouth, and this helps you shed off anything that's sticking to you that you don't need right now any thoughts that are on your mind from what you were doing before this or what you might do after, let those go. There is nothing more important than what you are doing right now. We'll add some gentle fluid movement. Keep your arms where they are and drop your knees slowly to the right side. Feet stay wide. And then roll your knees up through center and drop them to the left side. Keep doing this, rolling your knees back and forth. Try to go slow. 
And as you move slowly, ideally you never stop moving. So just when you think you've hit the end of your range of motion on one side, your legs gracefully transition to moving towards the other side, like a pendulum slowly swinging. You'll notice a little bit of heat in your hips as your femurs move around in the hip socket and the circulation starts to come into your pelvis. Draw your knees back to center and hug your knees into your chest. You can roll a little side to side and as you let your knees move away from you and then towards you again, you can roll across the top of your buttocks, the gluteus muscles, and it feels wonderful, like a massage. And then rock and roll forwards and backwards so that you're rounding your spine and you'll feel the massage going up and down the muscles that run along your spinal column. Do one more rock and roll and then cross your ankles and come into tabletop, hands and knees. As you organize in tabletop, start to find some organic movement similar to cat-cow, where you inhale and you arch your spine, lift your gaze, and exhale to round your spine, push your hands and your knees down firmly as you broaden your backside. Transition slowly back and forth You can add nuance here where you shift your hips a little side to side or you find your own unique movement. So any yoga practice is an opportunity for you to discover what's going on in your body, to listen to and read the stories that your body is holding. Take this exploration of movement towards down dog. Bring your hands a palm print forward. Start to lift your knees off of the mat. And again, movement here. Down dog is always a great time to do a body scan and find out how your body is reacting to your daily activities, whether it's what you've done today already or whether it's what you've done in the last week or two. How does your body store that information? And in yoga, how can you create balance? Open the areas that are tense, soften areas that are tense, and then strengthen areas that might not be activated in your daily life. From downward facing dog, slowly walk your hands back towards your feet so that you're in a forward fold at the back of your mat. Bend your knees a little bit. This helps you release through your low back. You can nod your head yes and no. Sway your torso from side to side. From here, take a halfway lift and pull your heart forward between your upper arms. Especially on the first halfway lift, I like hands on shins, so it's really about lengthening the spine and less about being in a deep forward fold. Then exhale, release your head and your hands back to the earth, and you're going to come to standing. Push down through your feet, sweep your arms wide, extend through the crown of your head, and inhale, long flat spine as you rise all the way up to Urdhva Hastasana, palms touch overhead. Exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, Samastitihi. We'll do a namaskar to start finding fluid movement and breath to movement integration. Release your hands down by your sides. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, palms press. 
Exhale, hinge at your hips, take a forward fold. On this halfway lift, have your fingertips on the floor a little bit in front of your shoulders. And you can have your knees bent here. Please don't worry about getting your legs super straight. Halfway lift, fingertips on the floor. Start to brush your left leg up behind you so you're in what is sometimes called a one-leg halfway lift. Bend your standing leg, reach way back with your left foot, and land in a long lunge. Set your back knee down for low lunge. Inhale, sweep your arms forward and up, lunge into your front knee. Exhale, release your hands down to the mat, put your palms down flat and lift your back knee. Pull your right foot back to plank pose and then look forward on the floor in front of you. You could be in a knee plank or a high plank. Shift forward and lower your body slowly to the earth. Land and lengthen each of your legs back, right leg back, left leg back. Press down through the tops of your feet and roll the pinky toe side of your foot to the mat. So this rolls your inner thighs up, and this is internal rotation of your legs. Low cobra pose. Inhale, pull your chest forward as you extend your feet back and down. Exhale, soften your forehead to the mat. Make sure your shoulder blades are squeezing on your back. Second cobra pose. Inhale, pull chest forward. Reach big toes back. Maybe your chest lifts a little higher. Exhale, soften down. Your third cobra pose, feel your hips heavy, inhale, engage your upper back, open the front of your chest, exhale, release, tuck your toes under, firm your entire body, knee plank or high plank, straighten your arms, exhale, press your chest back to downward facing dog. Really slow transition, so again, remind yourself that your movement here is slow and intentional and you never stop moving like the pendulum. Start to reach your left leg up behind you into a three-leg dog. Roll your inner thigh up. As you exhale, pull your knee towards your nose and then step through to a lunge, left foot next to left thumb, back knee down. Sweep your arms forward and up. Low lunge. Exhale, bring your hands down to your mat. Now look forward and bring your fingertips out in front of your mat. Lift your back knee. One leg halfway lift. Float your right leg up. Pause as you draw your heart forward. Exhale, release your right foot down next to the left. Forward fold, release your head. Back to standing, reach your arms wide, inhale, all the way up, Urdhva Hastasana, hands to heart center, exhale. We'll follow this pattern again, inhale, sweep your arms wide and up, exhale, hinge at your hips, forward fold, Uttanasana. Fingertips on the floor in front of you, inhale, halfway lift, brush your right leg up behind you, reach back, Land softly in a lunge. Set your back knee down. Reach your arms forward and up. Inhale, low lunge. Exhale, release your hands down to the mat. Take your back knee up. Hug your inner thighs together and suck your left foot back to a plank pose. Shift forward, lower slowly. Just one cobra, inhale, pull your chest forward, engage your thigh muscles, press your feet down. Long exhale carries you home to downward facing dog. 
Take a deep breath in down dog. And then exhale, empty out your lungs. We're going with the right leg. Move slow. Raise your inner right thigh up towards the ceiling. Exhale, step through to a lunge. Set your back knee down. Sweep your arms forward and up. Inhale to low lunge. Exhale, release your hands down and reach your hands forward on the floor in front of you. Shift the weight into your right foot, back knee up, and then float your left leg. Forward fold, left foot next to right, release your head. Back to standing, inhale, breathe your way all the way up, Urdhva Hastasana. Hands to heart center, exhale. Stay here for a few breaths. Close your eyes or drop your gaze and notice what's moving inside of you. From here, if you have a block, grab it and you're going to do chair pose with the block between your upper inner thighs. If you don't have a block, no problem. Bring your big toes to touch and your knees together. Either way, block or no block, sit low and sweep your middle fingers forward and across your mat to raise your arms into chair pose, Utkatasana. So whether your feet are hip width with the block in between your upper inner thighs or you don't have a block and you're squeezing your knees together, your big toes are touching, stay low. Sit into your hips. Move the weight back into your heels. Glance down and you should be able to see your toes just in front of your shins. Can you pull your shins back any more so that you see more of the tops of your feet? Now hug your inner thighs towards each other. And if you had a block, if you don't have one, imagine it. You would roll your inner thighs back like you were pushing the block out behind you. Then, of course, we need a counter action to that action. So draw your low belly up. It'll make you feel like you're dropping your tail down. One more breath. You've got this. Sit a little bit lower. And then hinge at your hips, forward fold. Take the block out if you have it. Everyone, separate your feet to hip width. From here, Padangushtasana, turn your peace fingers into a hook. So you draw your index and middle finger together. Hook your fingers around your big toes. Take a halfway lift here and try to pull your big toes forward as you pull your heart forward. Exhale, release your head and bend your elbows. So you're using upper body strength to deepen your forward fold. As you stay in this shape, activate more. Push the balls of your feet down. Try to hug your outer ankles in. You'll feel your leg muscles light up and your hips lift. One more breath. Soften the sides of your neck. Notice if your shoulders are clustering into your ears and try to relax the shoulders onto the back so your neck has a lot of space. Release your toe lock. Take a halfway lift. Reset your spine. Exhale. Step back to downward facing dog. Now drop down to your knees so you're in a tabletop. Usually I dedicate this portion of the class to developing core strength, abdominal strength, but today we're going to build some booty strength. From your tabletop, spread your fingers and grip your fingertips. You don't want the weight dumping into the heels of the hands. Brush your right leg back behind you so that the knee is straight and flex your toes down towards the floor. 
roll your inner thigh up. So this is the internal rotation that we want to work on. We want to build the gluteus muscle. Slowly bend your right knee, engaging your hamstring. So now the sole of your foot is pointing up towards the sky. From here, the tiniest little pulses stomp the sole of your foot up. Like if it were a stamp, you would be stamping the surface above you. Little pulses, like they say in bar, up and up and up and up. So little pulses, you're moving a little bit less than an inch right now. The slower, the better, the deeper, the better. Keep rolling your inner thigh up. Don't let your right knee wing out to the side like a chicken wing. Squeeze your right knee towards the midline. Right about now, your butt is going to start talking to you. That's great. That's what we want. Keep going through it. Keep lifting the sole of your foot up and up. Keep going for three, keep going for two, and one. Keep your knee lifted. Now you're going to do small circles with your knee. It's like you're drawing the diameter of a quarter with your knee. So slightly around, really small movement. Try to keep your thigh lifted away from the floor. So over time, it tends to drop down when we're doing this. Keep it lifted. And those tiny, tiny circles like you're drawing with your knee. You've got this. Keep going just a little bit longer, stirring your knee. If it starts to get sloppy, just take a moment of stillness, reset, and then start to stir slowly again. All right, last circle. Release your knee and start to do a little bit of organic cat-cow. Another way of saying this is sahaja, spontaneous movement. I like to round the back a lot and even come up onto the fingertips so the backs of the wrist can stretch between sides. And then return to your tabletop, fingers spread wide. Brush your left leg back behind you. Get your knee straight. Flex your toes straight down towards the floor. This is your starting position. Make sure your inner thigh is rolling up. Now slowly bend your knee. Hamstring starts to engage. Sole of foot stamps up towards the ceiling. Thigh is lifted, here we go, and up, and up, and up, slow pulses, up and up. You've got this, keep hugging your left knee in. Tone your low belly so your low back is supported here. You don't want to be sagging or dumping into your low back. Keep pushing into your hands, and up, and up. This side is going to bring more sensation faster because your right glute is already really active from the side you did before. Keep staying with it. Notice if you're sinking into your right hip and draw your right seat in. It's almost like you're shifting to the left, over the left palm a little bit more. You've got a little bit longer with your pulses and up and up and up. This is where the bar stuff comes in. So it's super, super great to help tone and get your muscles strong. It's okay if you're shaking. Now we transition to those small circles, just the diameter of a quarter. It is so small that if somebody was looking at you from far away, they would not see the movement. Circle, get in there nice and deep. Notice if your knee is winging a lot. Keep hugging the knee in and try to work in that slightly internal rotation of your thigh as you do the circles. You've got this, sensation is a good thing. 
You're waking up a muscle that is underused. You're also stretching your mind here, learning how to build new neuronal pathways where your mind can connect and communicate with your body more effectively. Take two more circles, slow circles. Release your knee down and cat-cow. Round the spine, arch your spine. You can shift your hips a little side to side. All right, take it up to downward facing dog. From down dog, slowly lift your right leg back behind you. Lead with your inner thigh. Keep your hips square. So a lot of the time, people just throw their legs up and down dog, and it opens the hips. Instead, we really want to focus on keeping the hips neutral and have muscle engagement while we move. Exhale, step through right foot next to right thumb. Bend your back knee a little bit, but don't let it touch the mat. We're going to a high crescent lunge. Sweep your arms forward and up. With your back knee bent, you can refine in your pelvis. Hug your right hip back, your left hip forward. Draw your low belly up so it feels like you're lifting your frontal hip bones up towards your low rib bones. What are your arms and your hands doing? Keep them awake Wiggle your fingers a little bit here, and now stretch your inner elbows up to your fingertips so your arms are straightening. Kick your back leg straight now. Push through your left heel. Press your thigh muscle up into the thigh bone. It's like your back thigh wants to float, but your pelvis wants to anchor and sink. Find one more breath. Can you lift your ribs a little bit more up and out of your hips? Exhale, release your hands down to the mat. Walk your fingers out in front of the mat. You've done this before. One leg halfway lift. Float your left leg up behind you. Ajiva squat, left knee behind right. Bend both of your knees so you get grounded and chamber in. And now extend both legs towards straight. You could always have a block under your hands to give yourself some space to straighten your standing leg. Back to a lunge, reach way back and try to land softly. If you try to touch the tip of your big toe down first, you can usually slow down the landing. Set your back knee down. Wiggle your right foot over to the right side of the mat and turn your toes out slightly. Runners stretch both hands inside of your right knee. Pull your chest forward and your hips should follow. Feel your pelvis moving forward and down. Option to stay on your hands or drop your forearms to a block or the floor. Find some ease here where your hips shift a little side to side. You could even bend your back knee and roll over the lower thigh muscle by rocking your hips and rocking the thigh side to side. Re-extend your back leg and then shimmy your right foot in a few inches so it's where it starts, toes point forward. Shift your hips back about three inches until your left hip is over your left knee and scoot your right foot forward for Ardha Hanumanasana, the half split pose. Flex your right toes back towards your shin and it's more important to have your toes flexed than it is to have your right knee straight. I bend my right knee a little bit here and then you can find the true action of lengthening your hamstring by lifting your right sitting bone up and back. It's like you're sticking your butt out to find length in the back of your leg. 
If you do want more, you can soften your elbows so that your chest deepens over your leg. Try not to drop your head or collapse your chest. From here, look forward and step the sole of your right foot down. Lift your back knee up or going to plank. Pull your right foot back. Shift forward and lower slowly all the way to your mat. Inhale to cobra pose. Maybe you come a little higher than when you did at the beginning of class. Push your thumbs and your index knuckles down to pull your chest higher. Exhale, soften down, tuck your toes, and make your way back to downward facing dog. Slow transition. Inhale, lift your left leg up behind you. Pause here in three leg dog. Pull your right hip back so that your side bodies are of equal length and your hips are square. As you exhale, pull knee to nose and step through, left foot next to left thumb. Bend your back knee a little bit. Reach your arms forward and up. Rise to a high crescent lunge. You know what to do here. Level your hips. Square your hips. Sometimes I take my hands to the low belly and I draw the low belly up. That'll make you find a lot more sensation in your right hip flexor. If you did that, reach your hands up again. Palms face each other as your fingertips reach towards the sky. Straighten your back leg. Keep your front knee bent. Push your right heel back. Press right thigh muscle up into thigh bone. And then lunge again into your front knee. So ideally, your left knee is stacked over your ankle. It should never go past your ankle in this high lunge. So if it is, you need to take a longer stance. You've got another breath here. See if you can pull the low ribs in and back like you've got a corset on. Reach up through your hands, last breath. Bring your hands down to the mat. Look forward, hands forward. Float your back leg up, one leg halfway lift. Jiva squat, pull your right knee behind your left, bend both knees, feel the earth, and then extend both of your legs towards straight. Pull your heart forward. Reach, reach, reach through your right foot and softly land back in a lunge. Back knee down. Wiggle your left foot to the left, toes point out slightly. Pull your chest forward, your hips will follow. And then drop down, maybe you come to your forearms. In runner's lunge, find a little more ease. Let your hips flow forward and down. Feel the opening across your right hip and thigh muscle. The opening in the back of your left hip. Slowly step up into your hands. Wiggle your left foot in a few inches. Ardha Hanumanasana. Shift your hips back three inches. You want your joints stacked. Right hip over right knee. Scooch left heel forward. Flex your toes all the way back and square your hips. Your left knee can be a little bit bent. Try to lift your left sitting bone up and back. Stick your butt out. Pull your heart forward. Usually this is plenty of sensation. If you want more, soften your elbows. Let yourself back off a little as you inhale and then reapproach sensation as you exhale. One more breath in your half split. Look forward and step the sole of your foot down. Set your hands down, lift your back knee. 
Left foot back to plank pose. Shift forward, lower slowly. Your cobra pose, or you can push into an up dog from the floor. Exhale, take it back. Downward facing dog. Take three breaths in down dog or child's pose. Center yourself. Feel your breath three-dimensionally. If you're in down dog, please come into tabletop, hands and knees. If you're in child's pose, go ahead and come there too. We're going to work full splits here before we do a wind down. I like to use two blocks for full splits because it gives us enough height that we can push down into the blocks to back out of the shape, which is really important to build trust between your mind and your body and prevent injury. If you don't have blocks, you can always get creative. Books tend to work. I've seen people use water bottles. And you can also do the variation of half split, which is where we're going to start. From your tabletop, step your right foot forward so it's inside of your right thumb and come into half split pose. So your left hip should already be almost over your left knee. Scooch right heel forward, flex your toes, pull your heart forward. You can get a lot out of this shape. In fact, I feel my hamstring more in half split than in full split. Stay here or slide your right heel forward, blocks under your hands or props of some sort under your hands. Then lift your back knee up, move your knee back and set it down. Push your hands into the blocks or the floor, squeeze your inner thighs, lift your hips up out of the shape and pull right hip back, hips stay square. Then soften and ease, let your hips lower again. For today, keep your back toes curled under. That encourages the inner rotation of your back leg, the theme for today. Back off as you inhale, squeeze inner thighs, push your hands down to lift your hips and square your hips, and then exhale, soften in. I'm going to give you two breaths on your own to be with this pose. Find healthy sensation in your body. To come out, do this slowly. Don't worry if your mat gets wrinkled. Push your hands into the blocks. Start to pull your right heel back and you're going to tabletop hands and knees. When you get in tabletop, unwind, unlock with that natural cat-cow or shifting the hips side to side. Trust yourself about what your counter poses look like. So that's called Pratikriyasana. When you come out of a big pose, it's intuitive to move around a little bit, unlock, go a little bit in the opposite direction. We'll get into the left side. Step your left foot forward so your foot is just inside of your left thumb. Half split to start, scooch left heel forward, flex your toes, get to fingertips or have your hands on the blocks already, pull your heart forward. Work here for as long as you like, and if you're ready, you can slide your left heel forward, then lift your back knee up, move it back, set it down, push into the earth, lift up a little bit, squeeze inner thighs, left hip back, right hip forward. On your exhale, the softening, the ease, the moving down with gravity. And you repeat this pulsation, the backing off, the going back in, keep your back toes tucked under, 
and feel your back inner thigh rolling up. Two breaths. Here we go to get out. Push your hands down. Start to pull left heel back. It's okay if your mat gets all crunched up. Tabletop, hands and knees. A little bit of movement. One of my favorite counter poses here is what my teacher, Gina Caputo, calls acid cat. What you do is you bend your elbows a little bit and like you're jumping with your hands, push off of your hands so that your chest rears back, fingertips come all the way off the earth, point your fingers down, stretch through the backs of your wrist, round your upper back by drawing your chin to your chest, and then try to find a soft landing so that you come down through your fingertips. You can bend your elbows a little bit, pull your chest forward into a cat pose. We'll do that one more time. Exhale, push down through your palms and spring back, round your upper back, fingertips launch off the mat, point your fingertips down, and then slowly land back on all fours. You can definitely check that one out on my website. All right, let's wind down. Come into downward facing dog. You have one optional vinyasa, so you could hold down dog or you could inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale, lower slowly. Cobra up dog, spread across the front of your chest, shoulder blades engage. Exhale, home, down dog. Come into child's pose, big toes together, knees wide, forehead on the mat. Roll your forehead a little side to side and soften the muscles that are around your eyes. Relax your jaw. Notice everything starting to slow down. Draw a deep breath in and find an open mouth. Exhale. Slowly sit up, swing your legs around, and lay down on your back. Set up for breathing pigeon. Place your right ankle on top of your left knee and flex your right foot. Move your right knee away from your face. Stay here or reach through the keyhole of your legs and interlace your hands around left hamstring or shin bone. Encourage your left thigh up towards you as you use your right elbow to move your right knee away from your face. And I love the name breathing pigeon over the other common name figure four because it implies that you are breathing and breathing implies that there is some movement, some pulsation, some expansion, and some contraction. So you can move your hips a little, you can pull your thigh closer and then let it move away. From here, release your hands so that your left foot comes to the mat and keep your legs in this figure four shape. Drop your legs over to the left so the sole of your right foot stomps down and your right knee is pointing up. Cactus your arms, a broad chest, and you have a gentle twist here. It's also an interesting hip opener. You might not feel a lot in this hip opener or you might have an interesting sensation in your outer right hip. Either way, just let it be gravity taking over. 
Roll back to neutral, bring your right foot to the mat and place your left ankle over your right knee. Breathing pigeon on the left side. Either stay where you are or pull your right thigh towards you. Keep moving your left knee away from you with your left elbow. Let the shape breathe. Pull your right thigh closer. Move your left knee away. Try to lengthen your pelvis down out of your ribs. You can drop the right hip away, the left hip away. And release your foot down to the mat. Cactus arms, drop your legs over to the right. The shape of your legs didn't change. You just rotated it a little bit. Sole of left foot on the mat, or maybe it's just outside of the mat. You can even roll your gaze over to the left. Roll onto your back, bring everything back to center. Give yourself a squeeze, both knees into your chest, apanasana. If you have energy to burn, bring your forehead to your knees, scrunch up your face like a raisin, try to engage everything, and then soften and lay your body down for final shavasana. Let your legs be about as wide as your mat and your legs roll in any direction they naturally roll in without effort. Take your arms slightly away from your sides, turn your palms to face up, and relax across your front body. Let your eyes close, and commit to getting still here. Two minutes. You'll hear teachers say it, and it's really true. This is the most important part of your practice. Do not turn the podcast off. Stay here. And we have two minutes of peace and quiet.
Start to come back. Deepen your breathing. Allow for open mouth exhales. Slowly awaken your body. Tap your thumbs to the tips of your other fingers. Wiggle your toes. Roll your head side to side. Reach your arms over your head and stretch like you're waking up in the morning. Bend your knees. Roll to your right side and rest. Stay longer or make your way up to a comfortable seat. Try to keep your eyes closed or just barely open so you're not entering the external world quite yet. In your seat, bring your palms together in front of your heart. Press your hands into each other and feel your chest widen. Notice how when you press into yourself, you naturally radiate outwards more. We close this practice with a blessing. May your yoga practice be of benefit to yourself and by way of yourself, especially to others. Bow your head down into your heart. The light in me honors the light in you and all beings. Namaste.